Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to have a nap during your lunch break when working from home? Absolutely. No, and what no, else it is not. We're not Spanish. I love a good nap when I'm working from home. I've, I've, I've been napping loads. And what else can you do when the internet is being rubbish in lockdown? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are you even an etiquette expert these days, William Hansen? <laughs> oh, I wonder. No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Disney, you're more dismal. <laughs> I like it when you have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I like it when you have a good one. You should know by now that we're being socially responsible. Jordan is in his bedroom. I'm in my oval office. We're social distancing experts now, but that won't stop us from helping you with your everyday dilemmas. And because we're at home, of course, we've already poured our gin into Bonnet. Of course, the one great big benefit of pre-pouring this is that we can't have any sound effects from the bottle. What a shame. William's house. <laughs> Thank you. Um, big shout out to producer Ben for actually doing something this week and sending me a bottle of the Bonnet in the pub. Well done. We'd be lost without you, Benedict. Uh, Jordan, we why, really why couldn't you actually arrange that yourself? Busy, in it? Just up to my eyeballs here. Right. Well, can I, for the toast, last week we completely missed the obvious and I actually think borderline treason. We know. How? How did we do this? Our episode went out on Her Majesty's birthday and the poor old monarch, she didn't even get a gun salute this year because of social distancing because you can't have a group of army men shooting off in the Hyde Park during this this time. And so... Your fantasy... I think in that case we should we should do a, a, a delayed toast to her. Also, as well, yes. it was my brother's birthday on the same day. My brother Bradley, my younger okay. brother, his birthday is the twenty first of April. Right. Okay. So racial glasses. Elizabeth II, Queen of Great Britain, Northern Ireland, head of the Commonwealth, and defender of faith. And our Brads. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Mom. Ma'am, don't do this. It's not Mar. It's Mama's in jamming it. Yes. Yeah. It's only Mom if you're in the police force and you're referring to a senior female officer. Happy birthday, Mam, and happy birthday, bruv. Anyway, how's your week been, William Hanson? Oh, riveting as always. I'm big into herbs at the moment. I've gone herbal. Oh yeah. Having a bit of the old, uh, bit of the old wacky backy, are you? No. Sage, tarragon, parsley, mint. 
chives and oregano. So you're growing your own herbs. I'm growing my own herbs, which I have done before. But when we moved, of course, we sort of we, we ditched the herbs because we moved over winter. So we started again. We've restocked. We've now got a, a, a regular theatre for better class terraces and verandas. So they all look much better on that. We should have another game of what's William clean this week. Oh, big week. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to another round of What William Cleaned This Week, Jazz Hands. I have scrubbed the pigeon poo from underneath the bay tree, because sadly, where we've positioned our bay tree at the back passage, at the end of the back passage, the pigeons sit on a little um, drain pipe above it, and every other day seem to have a sort of an unwanted colonic all over the bay tree and underneath. So I was out there with my Jay's fluid, uh, which he allowed me to, to use, and uh, I've popped it all on the, the terrace and scrubbed away, which is not really the glamorous West London life I had in mind, but there we go. And other than that, I have also used an oil and vinegar reviver on the coffee table. Oh, okay. Producer Ben, we just remind me in 10 minutes to take my jacket potato out of the oven, please? Thanks. Out of the oven. Um, I mean, how? When? When are you eating? I've put them in, but I, I don't like them piping out. I put them in at four. They should be ready in ten minutes. Sorry, they've been in there what an awfully g- long time. How big is a jacket potato? They're massive. They're like dinosaur eggs. These potatoes are from Aldi. What have you done this week, Jordan? Other than buy big baked potatoes from uh, oh. from Aldi? I went to Aldi yesterday. Oh, I'm not okay. joking. I, guess I cannot. That. I cannot tell you how excited I was on Monday for going to Aldi. Like, I felt like, you know, when your dad used to take you to Blackpool Pleasure Beach and you'd be looking forward to it all week. Oh, yes. Like, we'll go to Pleasure Beach this weekend. You'd be looking. I was like that. I just couldn't wait to get to Aldi. I was so looking forward to it. It's the first time I've been to Aldi during all this because it's a bit bit further away. So I went to Aldi. And then guess what happened? Mm. Now, believe it or not, I got my dates and times mixed up. And when I went to Aldi, I was halfway through my big shop and I realised it was the Radio 1 presenters meeting. Oh, right. That you can't really miss. And it's like with the big, big boss. It's like the boss of radio. Right. So everyone's there on the phone. There's a picture of me with my bloody cap on in Aldi. Oh, was it a video conference? Yes. You you did your work video conference from the supermarket? Yes. I'm not even joking. And you wonder why you're only on one day a week? Oh, I've started gardening. I say gardening. My garden was an absolute hole. You should have seen the state of it, so I've, I've weeded it. Tell me more about your hole. Well, you're not going to believe this. I've finally got rid of our Christmas tree as well. What? <laughs> it's April. <laughs> I know the Christmas tree right back garden. Oh, hold the line. What's that? That's my doorbell. It's a parcel. Are you fucking joking? Say that to delivery drivers. <laughs> and people genuinely think that William Hansen makes it up. Producer Ben's just said in my ear, William's not going to make it through this episode. He's going to be absolutely battered. Oh, he's here. <sighs> Darling. Yes? Please don't tell delivery drivers to come through your back passage. Please. That's, how you get, that's how you get in. Look, You've helped me with a lot of things in life. I, I, I feel like I've learned a lot from you. You can learn a lot from me. Please don't tell delivery drivers to come through to your back passage. Okay. Okay. It's for your own good. Apologies for that little interruption. Some books that someone sent. What me. is it? 
Uh, oh! It's some of my colleagues' books and some first editions of The Bluffer's Guide to Etiquette. Anyway, like I said, I did the garden. I, I ran eight miles yesterday and I, I had to come home and have a milky, sugary brew. I, I was shaking like a shitting dog. Well, why did I you run eight, the eight miles? Because I ran up to Alexander Palace near where I live, uh, where they play the darts. 180! Where they play the darts. Um, and I come back and it's the furthest I've ever run in, in any one go. And I, honestly, shaking like a bloody leaf away. So I had to have a milky tea and two biscuits. I want to talk to you about running. Why? Because for those that, that aren't on Instagram or social media, there's this thing going around which is like run five, donate five, nominate five. So you run 5K, you <laughs> nominate five people then to also run 5K, and then you donate five pounds to the NHS. Yeah. And the trouble with this is you're damned if you do and damned if you aren't. Because I, I've seen people do it, I've seen very close friends do it, and they haven't nominated me. I'm like, what are they, how dare they not nominate? nominate I'll nominate you what are they trying to say and then if they do nominate you and I've been nominated twice now it's like well don't nominate me because I don't want to sodding do that I'd rather just donate 30 pounds to the NHS thank you very much no you should do it I'll do it well to be perfectly honest I decided at the start of lockdown that I would improve my general fitness I know this comes as a bit of a shock to you Jordan but I'm not the most sporty or fit person so at the start of lockdown I downloaded this app couch to 5k and I've been doing each I'm on week six now I've got two it's an eight week program so it's been sort of it's helping to build up my stamina so I'm fine doing these 5k runs but I'm not there yet I've got two weeks left to go so I've said to my friends that have nominated me I'm doing it, but I'm doing it in two weeks at my own pace because, to be perfectly honest, I don't want to sort of skip the programme. And actually, I'm managing so far on this app. I actually haven't, I haven't done one run where I've gone, do you know what, I'm going to stop now. This is, this is, I need to walk a bit. I've actually managed to do it. It is working. So I'm not going to just go out and do a 5K because someone's nominated me on Instagram. I'm not being funny, but it's not that hard to run 5K. I mean, I did five yes, miles because you, you, yes, because you are fairly sporty and active. I... Scrub pigeon poo off my back passage. Okay. Stop saying you, back passage, for Christ's sake. You and I have very different lifestyles. Why are pigeons shitting on your ass? What? Exactly. Exactly. Stop saying back passage. Oh, I've uh, I've done a bit more, bit more script writing. You've done more script writing, even after last week. Yeah, well, last not, week... Not that I picky was... tea thing. No, 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 I, I scrapped that. I'll be that, honest, that's... Jordan. That really was crap. No, I know it was. I know it was. I reread I it, it again the other day because I thought maybe was I being a bit harsh? Is there any glimmer of potential talent in this? No. No, it was. It was. <laughs> it was so. I actually when when we got the edit last week, Ben usually sent us. I went on a run. Did I mention a run? I went on a run and I had to skip through that because it was just mm. it was too painful. But I have actually gone back to the drawing board. Have you done the musical? No, I've not done a musical. I've done more like a, a romantic drama. A romantic drama? You're not big into your rom-coms and romantic novels. No, it's not a rom-com. It's more... I don't know. I, I don't really know how the idea came to me, but, okay. you know, like they say, write what you know, don't they? Yes, true. So, shall I send this in the WhatsApp group? Um, well, what, what, for me to read? I'd rather you emailed yeah. it to me. Oh, for Because then I can sake. print it off. Have you got it? Stop chewing eyes Sorry. like a dog. Uh... Uh, no, haven't got it yet. Oh shit, who have I sent it to? Oh no, it's gone into my spam. 
Let me. Um, You've got me as your spam. You've got my email address as your very, spam. I've got a very discerning email filter. I'm printing it off now. It's three pages. Oh, is it? I'm worried, though, if you read this, that we're going to sound like another popular podcast, like we're copying them. You mean there's another popular podcast? Right. Have you got it? It's entitled Wilfred and Justin. Yeah. Don't know where it came from. Already an alarm bell has rung. How many characters are there? Just two in this scene. Am I reading everyone? Do you want me to be Justin and you read out the stage directions and things? Okay. Int, which means interior. Wilfred's luxurious London apartment complete with security camera doorbell and expensive battery at the front door. Late evening. Gosh. Let me get my head around who this possibly could be. The doorbell rings. Wilfred, a male version of Maggie Thatcher, crossed with Hyacinth Bouquet, aged 30 but looks nearer to 50, bitch, answers the door. Wilfred. Oh, Justin, thank God you came. Justin, northern 28, rugged but handsome... He's on the other side of the door, but he's wet through from the torrential rain. Justin, this better be good. It's nearly 11 o'clock at night, Wilfred. I just need to speak to you. I need to get something off my chest. Please take off your shoes and come into my luxurious apartment. I never get people to take off their shoes, thank you very much. I'm not a Buddhist. This isn't about you, it's about Wilfred. Justin enters. He takes off off his wet-through coat and barber Chelsea boots. Interior. Wilfred's living room. I don't have a living room and I don't think Wilfred would either. Late evening. It's not you, it's Wilfred. Wilfred has laid out a tea towel on the settee for Justin to sit on. He takes a seat. Wilfred sits next to him. The thing is, Justin, I've been thinking a lot lately and I don't really know how I can put this into words, so I'm just going to come right out and do it. Oh my God. (laughs) Just read ahead. I can't myself to say this. Come on. Suddenly, Wilf... <laughs> Suddenly, Wilfred leans forward... <laughs> Come on. ...and tries to kiss Justin. But Justin pulls away. Justin. No, Wilfred. This isn't right. But Justin, the truth is I've always wanted you. And we all know I love a bit of rough. <laughs> Actually, for physical sake. Justin, look, Wilfred... We're just friends. Besides, what will Mickey say? (laughs) Oh, screw Mickey. He is too busy working on next door's, no apostrophe, extension. He never spends time with me anymore. Wilfred goes in for another kiss. Justin, Wilfred, we can't do this. Wilfred, please. It'll be just like Monaco all over again. But this time there'll be (laughs) no producer Bob in the way. (laughs) Jordan, your psychotherapist is going to have a field day with this. Justin, we can't, Wilfred. It'll ruin our friendship. Wilfred, it won't, I promise. I'll make you a picky tea afterwards. Justin, Wilfred, I think you've had one too many G&Ds. I think it's best if I leave. Wilfred, I'll do anything. I just want you. I've always wanted you. Justin pauses and takes in what Wilfred has just revealed to him. Justin, anything? Wilfred, say the word and I'll do it. Justin hesitates for a while. Justin, okay, there is one thing. Wilfred gulps. He instantly goes from semi to rock hard. (laughs) 
Justin. Okay, I want you to go to the bathroom and get your dressing gown belt. As Wilfred heads to the bathroom, Justin has a change of heart. He realises this isn't right. He grabs both of Wilfred's hands and looks him deep into the eyes. Justin, I'm sorry, Wilfred, but this'll never work. I'm more Crystal Palace, and you're... Well, you're just more Buckingham Palace. Wilfred gasps for breath. Justin exits through the door. Wilfred falls to his knees and weeps. End of scene. Sent from my iPhone. Well... Anything you want to talk about in that, Jordan? I don't know where it come from. It just poured out of me, but I think it's better than last week's script, definitely. It's like a modern-day love story of a friend who fancies his friend. Well, at least Wilfred fell to his knees at one point during that story, even if Justin wasn't there. Producer Ben's just called it Romeo and Juliet for the Snapchat generation. Mm. What do you think of my screenplay? What's your, you, 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 any critiques, any feedback? I didn't really I didn't really like the characters. No? No. I thought they why weren't not? very realistic. I mean, why would someone so sophisticated as Wilfred, if he's got a lovely luxury bay tree in his back passage, why would he even be friends with such a slob? I mean, it just wouldn't happen in real life. Like he said, he's with Mickey, but he loves a bit of rough. I thought the most genuine character in that was producer Bob. Oh, it took me ages to write that, you know. Yeah, but I could I could see that with all the typos. Shall we just move on? Oh, me Jackie Potatoes! Shit! Hang on. <laughs> you told you to remind me, Ben, you knobhead! Are they boxes he's in, or just very short shorts? Right, fecking pebbles now, you dick! Could stay to them! Oh. They're his boxes he's in, isn't it? How disgusting. Right. Hello. Sorry about that. I got myself another drink. My jacket. I all I ask for in life is a nice jacket to go with my salmon and my salad. But no, salmon and salad, living the dream. I'm not being funny, but after all this is over, no one's going to need an etiquette expert. Like you need to start looking. You need to start finishing that novel. Excuse me, but don't you're not in any position to criticise my writing. Not after I've read your work. <gasps> we should write something together. Absolutely not. The only thing we're writing together is divorce papers. Thank you to... What What, what are you going to say then? I've yeah, just... look, if... For fuck's sake. Go on. No, you... no, no, you. Yeah, I was um, just going to if... say, it's... Sorry. Don't. But, I've already got two but if you don't, potato. You're pissing me if off. If you don't... You're really annoying me. I will, I will finish the episode here. Yeah, just say what you well, need. I, I was just going to say it's good to have new listeners, old listeners, anyone that's joining us. If you just joined us for the first time, thank you for giving us a go. And if you're carrying on listening, thanks for being a loyal G and Diva. Should we do the joke of the week? Joke of the week. A penguin takes his car to the shop, and the mechanic says it'll take about an hour for him to check it. And I'll say the punchline after the break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Penguin takes his car to the shop and the mechanic says it'll take about an hour for him to check it. Whilst he's waiting, the penguin goes to get an ice cream and orders a big sundae to pass the time. It's not the neatest eater, this penguin, and he ends up covered in ice cream. When he returns to the shop, the mechanic takes one look at him and says, Looks like you blew a seal. No, the penguin says, It's just ice cream. <laughs> Looks like you blew a seal. No, says the penguin, it's just ice cream. I seriously <laughs> worry. Okay, um... Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss.com. No, you do this bit, William. Oh, can I? Yeah. Oh, so generous. You do that. Remember, if you want our help, you can always slide into our DMs on Instagram or tweet us. We're at sextedmyboss. All the information on other ways as to how to get in touch, sextedmyboss.com. And, uh, of course, Give Me The D. It's our weekly competition where a bottle of Debonnet can come your way. Uh, Head to our Instagram page on Thursday of release week to find out how to enter. And the winner of the D for last week was Chris Cowie. Congratulations, Chris. Okay, congrats, Chris. First question on today's podcast, please. If you are listening for the first time, this is what we do. Me and William Hansen are agony ants, and we will help you with your everyday dilemmas, whatever it is. A catcher in a condom, picking the right avocado, whether you should spit or swallow in a restaurant. We're here to help. Dear William and Jordan, my question concerns complaining. Recently, I placed an online order for a small collection of items at the checkout... I chose next working day delivery for a moderate fee. However, I now find myself five days on from having placed the initial order and my items have not yet been received. I'm sympathetic that given the rather bleak situation in which we currently find ourselves, companies must take measures to protect their employees and it's right that they do so. In this scenario, is it appropriate for me to contact the customer service to request the delivery fee that I pay be refunded? Your advice on this matter would be much appreciated. Yours sincerely, Jamie. I mean, I'm not being funny, Jamie. People are bloody dying in the world, man. Come on. Yes, but if a company in any circumstance is advertising a service and misses... It's not just, you know, if it came two days after you ordered it, okay, you could go, well, in the circumstance, I will allow. Five days and it still hasn't arrived, I would, um, as, a, as a look as a business owner, I would refund the... Uh, I would refund Jamie. All I'm saying is... I know you paid your extra bit, but a bit of time and a bit of patience. Yeah, but I I'm paid sorry. Next, if I pa- paid next day delivery for me books and it took a week to get here. We're in a bloody lockdown, man. Well, you idiot for paying next day delivery. Yeah, fair enough, and I've learnt my mistake. Next question. Next question. Dear Messrs. Hanson and North. Brackets. Messrs. Yes, it's for two men. And producer Ben. I Is ha- it? Yeah. It's, it's, a sing- it's sort of a contraction of messieurs. Never knew that. Dear Messrs. Hansen and North, and producer Ben, I have a problem which is increasingly becoming worrying during this lockdown crisis. To set the story, I've been in a relationship for two years. Before the lockdown, and still now, I have a crush on a famous radio presenter and fantasise about him while partaking in vocal naked press-ups while listening to his show. This is mainly due to him being quite hairy, and to be frank, his roughness, which appeals to my My Fair Lady fixer-upper traits. Uh, 
However, since the lockdown, my boyfriend and me have been isolating together at my house. Call it a test run for the future. And have had sex more often than is usual. However, over the last few weeks, when we have been engaging in intercourse, I have been fantasising about said radio presenter, to the point where I have almost called out his name and have had to bite my lip to stop. This is a problem as I am quite vocal during sexual intercourse, and I get the feeling that my partner is going to ask, is there anything wrong? Can you help as so to spare awkward conversations and embarrassing blushes? Kind regards, David. David. Yes. It's a gay man who wants to have sex. Yes, I know, I know. Gay man who wants? Who wants what? Who wants to have sex with, well, I presume you. It might not be me. Oh, he says coyly. (laughs) It might not be. It might, it could be another. There's a lot of, a lot of gone red. I think that's what he wants you to make him. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't know what to say. William? Oh, come on. Don't fuck... This is why I hate you sometimes. You're literally here watching me squirm. Mm. Help me out. Help a... Come on, help a brother out. You go first. Um, look, I think, let's be honest, I'm sure at times, when we've been having cuddles, advanced cuddling with people, you have... Sometimes we've all thought that they might be another person. I think that is... What? (laughs) What? Well, I think we've all thought, oh, Sean, Sean, no, stop it. You are. You need therapy. I'm dribbling. I've just so was Sean. <laughs> You're obsessed, man. Do you sometimes pretend Mikey's short? No, I've never done. I've never done this whilst in a relationship with Mikey. Obviously, this is only in a previous life. But I think you do have to keep it to yourself. I think that you should nip this in the bud. Uh, Jordan, let's let's assume for sake of argument that David means you. It might not mean me, Statistically, though. what are the chances of this ever happening? Never say never. David, all I would say, if you want to be in with a win, when this is over, go down to M&S, buy a nice dressing gown, whip out the cord, and come to one of our live shows, and we'll leave it at that. Or you could spice it up a bit. I mean, you probably should nip it in the bud, but you could maybe... See how, you know, judge how open your boyfriend is and maybe get him to act as your favourite presenter. I don't know. He could wear a, a Burnley strip, take a microphone to bed. And, and a right. Say, oh, come and do me like your picky tees, something like that. Yeah, and he, he could act like the uh, presenter and, and arrive ten minutes late to your bedtime session. It's better than coming early. Next question. <laughs> Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, I have been isolating with my housemate, who is a close friend from university, and her boyfriend for three weeks. And I've been coping well up until now. All they do is stay in her bedroom, except for when they're making food, but then it's back to her bedroom or going out for walks together. I'll be sat, sitting, in the living room each evening watching television and seeing if they will join, but they never do. I might be taking it personally, but it seems like they don't want to spend any time with me. I'm not one to complain, as there are people in much worse situations, but I'm starting to feel a bit lonely. So I was wondering, what would you guys do in this situation? Should I leave them to it and stop being selfish, or try and change the situation? Best wishes, Kirsty. Kirsty, I'll, I'll jump in here. Believe it or not, I'm like this. I'll stay in my room. I quite like my own space. 
I mean, I, I like to think I'm quite outgoing and what have you, but at home, I, li- I like my own space, I stay in my room and stuff. But, you're right, if you're feeling a bit lonely, especially during these times, you, you want to speak to your housemates, so maybe worth mentioning to them, look, can there be a night or two a week where we put a film on or we watch somewhere, I just feel like I need a bit of company. I'm telling you that, because that's what me and my housemate do. We do a couple of nights a week where we watch telly together, because Joe's the same as me, and it works. He likes his own space, so he's in his room now. I'm in my room. Or if he's in the living room, well, I'll leave him to it. you are recording a podcast. I mean, it's not... Yeah, but I'm trying to say, like, sometimes if I'm in the living room watching telly, he'll just leave me to it, because I, I like my own space. So I know some people... You're, you're the exact opposite, aren't you? You'd hate if you shared a house. Oh yeah, no, I do. When I had when I had flatmates, when I had my luxury flatmates, I like to do things with them at points. And then when I get bored of them, it's like go away now. But no, I do. I, I genuinely we like Lucas and I, formerly John, but we outed him. Lucas and I watched all of Desperate Housewives together. That was good. We enjoyed that. But I think yeah, look, Kirsty, if you're having withdrawal symptoms, then then say to them, set and organise something. Get a date in the diary. Yeah, Kirsty, you just say to them, look, I'm I'm finding it a bit tough. This whole isolation thing. It'd be nice to have a bit of company just in your room because it, it isn't nice for them to be in the room. But I do know as someone that likes strong space and can be a bit antisocial. But yeah, mm. my beard looks on point today. Typical that. Can't go out and my beard's looking sharp. Marvelous. Well, that's me done. Is that the questions? Yep. Should we do the reviews? These are brilliant. It's fastly becoming my favourite part of the show. Well, uh, this is a bit where if you give us a new five-star review, I will read whatever you put in your review, whether it's about our show or not. Apparently, I have no choice unless it's socialist or bigoted. Here we go. William will read out anything that you put on a review in iTunes. So get yourself an Apple podcast, leave a review as daft as you want it to be. And William will just read it out. William, give us some reviews for this week, please. Here we go. So last night I had a choice of watching Mary Poppins or having a few beers with the lads watching the football. Obviously Mary Poppins is absolutely Kieran Dyer, so beers and football was always going to be the winner. <laughs> what, was it a good night? Oh, smashing. <laughs> Next one. I can't believe how talented Jordan is at screenwriting. He truly is the Shakespeare of Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. And I mean, I think today's episode absolutely proves that. Wilfred and Justin, I, I think, of so much depth to their characters. I think next week we'll meet Mickey. I think Mickey will beat up Justin. <gasps> That's what will happen in next week's episode. Mickey's found out about the incident. And Can I not write a bit of Wilfred and Justin? Yes. Can I not write the next part? Mm, I'm... Scared we're going to turn into the other podcast, but yeah. Well, we'll look, we'll only do this for a couple of episodes, I promise. <sighs> Mickey. No, I'm not necessarily going to go down the Mickey line. I might go down Wilfred's <gasps> special friend, Shane. Oh, Shane Mickey Mendoza. Oh, okay. <gasps> yes. So remember, leave a little review on Apple Podcasts and William Hansen will read them out. Also, it's good to have reviews for us. So yeah. Uh, William. Thank you for your time and effort today. Jordan, why are we doing this again? You've done this deliberately to annoy me. I've not done... What is up with you? You're not the conductor of this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us. We're at Sex With My Boss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at Sex With My Boss, or you can write to me and I'll promise you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sexwithmyboss.com. Producer Ben, thank you. Jordan, thank you. Audience, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Good night. Hold up. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 